Three down, one to go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson, with all eyes on Thursday night's preseason finale. The Eagles hosting the New York Jets. Make sure you tune in on 6ABC in Philadelphia, 7 p.m. Kickoff complete coverage on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Chris, we've got a lot to look forward to in this game. It's been a it's been a good preseason for the Eagles. Great preseason. For the starters, it ended on the right note with that Tremendous pouncing of the Steelers, winning 31-21. to But now in this fourth preseason game, most of the stars expected to have the night off, but still plenty of things to watch as roster jobs are still out there to be won. Indeed. Let's start with my perspective of the Eagles on offense. On offense, obviously, it's going to start with the quarterback, Matt Barkley, expected to play at least into the third quarter, his first start since his days at USC. So for Barkley, an opportunity to step up and show that he can be relied upon as a starter if needed in 2014. Of course, also, we are looking full bore at the running back position. How many will the Eagles keep? Three, four? Is it possible to keep five? Does Chris Polk play in this game? And if he does see his first preseason action, how long can that hamstring hold up? Henry Josie averaging more than eight yards per carry, looking for a roster spot. And Kenyon Barner, who was so impressive just two days after being acquired in a trade from Carolina. He will get some playing time trying to solidify a roster spot as well. And of course, we look at the offensive line. Lane Johnson, his final appearance before his four-game suspension. Starting Monday, Johnson not permitted here at the NovaCare Complex. He'll go back to Texas and train and prepare for game number five. So those are some of the things that I'm watching on the offense, of course wide receiver, tight end, everything. Nothing nothing escapes the eyes in preseason game number four. Certainly. I'm going to focus on the defensive side of the football, and I'm going to start at the outside linebacker position. Marcus Smith II has made tremendous strides throughout the course of the preseason. How is he going to fare? He's been doing a lot of work, one-on-one work on the side with Trey Thomas, the longtime Eagles offensive tackle, to get himself right and to refine that technique. How does that progress? Brandon Graham, tremendous preseason in his own right with two sacks tied for the team lead. Can he continue the way that he's performed? Now I'm going to transition to the defensive line. Look, the Eagles already had to make one tough roster move, letting go with the former draft pick in Joe Kruger. There are going to be some tough moves on the horizon. You have players like Bo Allen, Taylor Hart, who have played well this preseason. Can they secure spots here on the final 53-man roster? And then, look, I'm going to transition from defense to special teams here. What's going to happen at place kicker as Alex Henry is in the fight of his life going against rookie free agent Cody Parkey, who was acquired from the Indianapolis Colts last week. Parkey had some work on kickoffs and a point after attempt as well. Henry, how much will he get to kick in the game? Will he have a chance to get his confidence back after missing that 31-yard field goal? So certainly I'm looking at a lot of things on the defensive side of football, but also special teams comes to the forefront with a place kicker battle still in the air, Dave. Yeah, well, I mean, really, it's an opportunity not only for some of these bubble players to make the 53-man roster either here or another team in the NFL, but it's also a chance for players like Najee Good, for example, who I spoke with earlier this week in the locker room. He wants to show the coaches that he can be counted on as a starting caliber player. So anybody who says that this fourth preseason game has no meaning, you really don't know what you're talking about. And even for the players who won't be playing, one of them with whom I spoke, cornerback Brandon Boykin, uh, he won't play in this game. A lot expected from Boykin this year after his breakout season in 2013, six interceptions. 
He's very much looking forward to seeing what this defense is like in year two under coordinator Bill Davis. And when we return to Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity, I go one-on-one with cornerback Brandon Boykin. When I was a little kid, I thought riding Scepter was just the coolest thing. I thought, I'm on this big piece of metal blazing down these tracks. There's people ringing bells above me. There's honking going on. There's trees flying by. It's fantastic. When you get away from smartphones and video games and tablets, it's amazing what you can really plug into. This season, shop the brands you love, plus thousands of items on sale now. Sports Authority, all things sporting good. NovaCare Rehabilitation is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. With 90 locations in the Delaware Valley, NovaCare maximizes the physical well-being in patients of all ages and abilities. Our team of medical professionals puts you back in your game after surgery or injury. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you. Call 1-800-770-NOVA. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. When I was a little kid, I thought riding Scepter was just the coolest thing. I thought, I'm on this big piece of metal blazing down these tracks. There's people ringing bells above me. There's honking going on. There's trees flying by. It's fantastic. We welcome you into the studio. Dave Spadaro joined by Eagles cornerback Brandon Boykin having another fantastic preseason, I think. Do you think that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> As well you should. How do you, how do you measure it in the preseason? Um, I think you just got to kind of be honest with yourself. You know that these are the first couple of games, and if you're going to make a mistake, this is when you want to make a mistake. So, um, you know, just kind of uh, dissect your game and, like, uh, you know, Talk about yourself in a way that you know that you can get better. You know, don't say like, oh, I would have made that tackle. And again, like if you miss the tackle, you know, you need to make the tackle. And uh, because when, when week one rolls around, it's, it's for real. So, you know, I'll tell you, I, I have never heard more crying in my life than people complaining about this, in, the emphasis on the rules. Now, it's interesting. The crying is not coming from the players, nor is it coming from the coaches. It's coming from the media. How are the players reacting to everything? Uh, we just playing. We're just playing. You know, um, it's tough. It is tough. After literally at five and a half yards, if you got your hands on a receiver, you're going to get a flag. So, um, you know, we've been taught our whole life to be physical and, you know, get, get your advantage by, you know, putting yourself in the best position possible. And, you know, now we got to change that. So, um, you know, these past couple weeks, like preseason, like I talked about, we're just trying to you know, get our technique in a place where we can be better for week one. So it's more about getting your footwork right, getting your hands in position, making the most of those five yards. Absolutely. You know, we got a five-yard contact zone, like they said. Actually, refs came and talked to us and talked about that. So get all your work done in, in five yards with your hands, and after that, it's, it's feet and eyes. And uh, I think we've been doing a pretty good job in practice. So. Um, I think you will see some improvements as far as not getting flags called against us next week. Do you ultimately believe, Brandon, that that will make you a better cornerback 
I mean, my theory is that you'll, the defense will always catch up to the offense. Right. And that in time, you'll rely more on your technique, and then your athletic ability will take over, and then they will change the rules again and take more away from you. I think so. You know, I think that, you know, like you said, the game's changed so much, and it constantly changes. But I think we'll just adjust. Like you said, it may take some time, but, uh, you know, people are still going to, you know, make plays on the ball and, and uh, you know, do what they need to do. But I, I do feel like there are certain times when you're running down the field and, and you got, like, some contact with the receiver and you're both fighting them looking for the ball where um, I disagree that it should be called. If we're both looking for the ball and competing for the ball, you know, I think that's just a football play. So they shouldn't really take that away from us. Well, you know why. It's score more points, get more viewers, and yeah. have more fun on the scoreboard. You guys are always taking advantage of it. It's a shame. Uh, anyway, but the defense year two, it seems to be a lot more cohesive. Communication seems to be there and a lot more confidence. Yeah, confidence is, is huge for us. And I think you hit it right on the head when you said that. I think, you know, last year we, we didn't have really anything to, to gauge ourselves off of. And this year we do. And, you know, second year in the scheme, um, we're moving at a really fast rate right now. Uh, we feel confident that we can play at a game speed with chaos going around us. So um, I think last, last week, um, you know, game three where you saw kind of the ones stay in there for a good amount of time and, um, you know, really be calm under, the, under pressure is, is what you're going to get. What's, what's next for Brandon Boykin? What kind of individual goals do you want to achieve this year? Individual goals, I think, you know, um, my job is to cause turnovers. Um, you know, if I'm playing nickel especially, it's third down. So, um, you know, more than likely it's going to be a passing situation and we got to get off the field. Um, but not only do we want to get off the field, we want to get the ball back. We want to get a turnover. So I feel like if I'm around the ball, I'm trying to strip it, trying to punch it, um, you know, forcing fumbles, getting interceptions any way possible. Um, you're going to see me, you know, just trying to cause a turnover anyway. Have you always, dating back forever, always been around the football? Well, I played quarterback um, until college. Right. So I was used to having, having the ball in my hand every single play, and I got mad in high school. Like, if I didn't have the ball – uh, we were like a wing T team, so like more more likely than not, I wasn't gonna pitch it. Like I'm I'm trying to do everything, and uh, so so that's just kind of my mentality is you know I gotta get the ball, I want to make a play, I gotta be the guy to make the play, and that's good. And you enjoy in a moment of of high pressure, late game. Obviously, last year it happened a few times. You want them to throw your way, don't you? Absolutely, 100%. Um, you gotta have that mentality. Um, the game's on the line. You know when you kind of sit back and relax and say the ball's probably not gonna come to me. That's when it does. So. Everybody on our defense, I feel like, is on high alert at all times, knowing that, you know, you're probably going to be the guy to make the play. And, uh, you know, for me, not being out there every single play, when I get on the field, I, I have to make an impact. And, you know, that's my, that's my kind of my goal and my mission. How would you describe the, the locker room and, and how everything's come together since the spring? And then just kind of how everyone's looking forward to, to September 7th in Jacksonville? I think, um, honestly, I mean, since I've been playing football and been in the locker room, I think, like, the chemistry and the camaraderie that we have here in, in the Eagles organization is the best I've been around. Um, you got linemen that'll talk to defensive backs and have casual conversation. And, you know, we're all kind of just mixed up in a locker room. So, so the trust factor is developed, you know, before we even get on the field. And, you know, that's huge for us. And, um, you know, you, you want to feel like you're a brother. Your brother is next to you and we got a brotherhood. And, and that's been really one of the biggest things that I've seen. We've developed even more than last year. I mean, it seems like... A million years ago, 2012, doesn't it? Huh, yeah. And you, you live through that kind of season. You really learn a lot about the NFL, don't you? I did. I had to learn really quick. You know, that was my first year. And, um, you know, kind of was trying to figure out what it was like to be a pro. And, uh, you know, I, everybody was telling me that, you know, it gets better. You know, the fans weren't really happy. 
and uh, we weren't really seeing the real, you know, side of the Philadelphia Eagle fan experience. So, um, you know, now that we got everything rolling, um, it's, it's awesome. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's great to be, you know, an Eagles player because the community is great. So um, we want to just continue to get that this year. Well, many happy returns, and we mean interception returns for touchdowns. Absolutely. In 2014. Brandon Boykin, thank you so much for joining us in studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. dare to imagine is the moment progress begins. In a flash, the inconceivable becomes every day. Imagine someone doing the same for healthcare. At Jefferson, we've brought together some of the brightest minds in medicine, in research, and innovation, resulting in advancements that will touch lives in amazing ways. You might not see how a health sciences university, an academic medical center, and spectacular collisions of imagination can change your future, but you will. You are here. Whatever you say, a real town being built by Bud Light is somewhere in this area here. Why the secrecy? Because if we divulge the exact whereabouts before its completion, this amazing town would be overrun by a wave of humanity demanding to do this, 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 whole lot of this, and tons of this for three straight days. We can't have that yet. Do you have the whatever it takes to invite a friend and join in? Then go to upforwhatever.com, make your case, and we'll make the town. Okay, final order. Bud Light is creating a town this summer, and you could go. Find out more at upforwhatever.com. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. To get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. As you get ready for this season, stop by your local Acme markets and make a charitable donation of $1 or more. When you do, you'll receive an Eagles keychain schedule. Proceeds will be donated to local charities, including Eagles Youth Partnership. We welcome you back to Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson, the Eagles, pretty darn high on this defensive line. A young group, an aggressive group, and one that really improved in 2013. One of the players who improved a lot, Chris, nose tackle, somebody who really has that push, that drive to be great, Benny Logan. Yes, took over as a starter midway through last season after the trade that sent Isaac Sopoaga to the Patriots. Logan came in the third round pick a year ago, solidified the run defense, was tremendous down the stretch as the Eagles won seven of their final eight games to win the NFC East title. Now entrenched as expected to be the starter for the full time for the first time in his young career. Logan sits down with our Bo Wolf in this week's one-on-one interview presented by Gatorade. Well, we're here outside on the practice fields at the NovaCare Complex with Eagles defensive tackle Benny Logan. And Benny, let's get the first hard-hitting question out of the way. What's your favorite flavor of Gatorade? My favorite flavor of Gatorade is the, uh, what's the white kind? The white, what's like it? Arctic, uh, yeah, Arctic, something like oh, that. Yeah, Ar the Arctic kind is definitely my favorite kind of Gatorade. All right, I like that. So, uh, you know, you're rocking the Phillies jersey. That means you've you've acclimated yourself to, to yeah. Philadelphia here. <laughs> People talk about the difference it makes your second year to your first year, your rookie season. Do you feel a, a really a, a huge difference? Uh, in terms of your uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, this second year going around, I definitely feel more comfortable and relaxed. Uh, I did a lot of things to improve on. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't really able to, you know, to show 
than what I was able to do because of him screening is the beginning of camp. Kind of uh, held me back for a few, you know, few weeks. But you know, I'm back now and I'm ready to roll. And uh, this upcoming Thursday preseason game, I'm playing a little bit, but I'm just going to go out there and just really just show the things I've been working on, the things I improved though. So you'll have a chance to get after uh, to Michael uh, Vick. Oh in the yeah, first definitely, quarter. definitely. It would be definitely, you know, fun and exciting to uh, sack Michael Vick just to say, you know, you was able to uh, sack him. Uh, last year I played with him, and I wasn't able to hit him at practice, of course, as you know. But now I'm able to and allowed to just go out there and just get after him. So it's, it's gonna be fun. Uh, me and Brandon Graham was actually talking about that. Uh, just looking forward to get after Michael Vick. Let's alone just playing the game and enjoying it. But you know, getting after Michael Vick, just say you was able to sack, you know, Michael Vick. Right. Uh, when you say that you've taken a step forward from from last year to this year, what's what specifically, uh, what areas are you better at than last season? Uh, just maturity, uh, maturity in the defense, maturity as being a pro, uh, take care of your body, take care of just your responsibilities, uh, on and off the field, just uh, being you know more, you know, adapted to certain situations and just being more mature about different situations also. Uh, but just mainly just learning the scheme, uh, knowing the insides and outs. Uh, of the defense, uh, what I can and what I can't do to, you know, help my team be successful, help the defense be successful. One of the one of the best stories of the defense last year was you guys on the defensive line, how young you are yeah. and the steps you guys took last season. Seems like there's even more depth there now than there was last year with guys like Taylor Hart and Bo Allen and even a, even an older guy like Brandon Bear. Oh uh, yeah, though I mean, we're young. Uh, like every guys on the defense line, you know, bring a different kind of a game when they come. Uh, there's no Bo Allen, is a strong, powerful anchor. Uh, Bo Allen, a technician, uh, he's a hard worker. Uh, Taylor Hart, he, he Taylor Hart's really powerful too. Uh, you see it on film, how he, you know, take care of their blockers and pretty much jack them up. So each guy, you know, backup starter, you know, provides a, uh, provides a different, you know, variety of things they can bring to the game. And we also young, so I mean, we all, you know, ready to just run and hit the field running. So it's gonna be exciting to watch us uh, once we cut loose. Uh, the uh, beginning of the season. So what does Brenny Logan bring? What's his game? I mean, being a Logan, I mean, aggression. I mean, I like to be physical, just all up in the middle, just, you know, just my style of play. You know, I like to just try to describe a person across from me and just uh, do all the dirty work. Do you have expectations for yourself for this season? Uh, do you yeah, have my, goals that you've set? Goals, but really my expectation this year would be better than I was last year. It would be better than I was the game before. Uh, every game I look to improve and get better off of something. Uh, I'm definitely trying to get to the quarterback uh, more this year than I did last year. And how about as a team? What are your What are your goals for this Eagles team? Uh, this as an Eagles team, we got to get more. We got to get better. We got to get deeper in the playoff. Not just make a run. Oh, the first year was okay. We made a run in the playoff for our first year, but we just want to get deeper in the playoff, make noise. And um, the Super Bowl is our ultimate goal. But you just can't open talk about Super Bowl. We got to put work into it and uh, really just work hard. Continue work hard. Come in every day, you know, regardless of how we feel, you know, to put in the work so we could get to the Super Bowl. I don't know what, what sense you had of the team as a rookie because I'm sure your head was swimming a little bit. But when you look at the team as a whole last year versus the team as a whole this year, do you feel a difference in where you guys you know, are? No, because uh, actually I was telling uh, I have a lot of other teammates, former teammates that went to LSU and other teams. And I was telling those guys, you know, just being with the Eagles, you know, the locker room and just the guys that you are with. It made it seem so much like college, uh, just the bond we had. I mean, we did, we were always doing things, you know, together. When we was away from the facility, uh, guys were checking on one another, checking them, I mean, texting them and calling them, see how they were doing and things like that. So just the bond and just the uh, chemistry we have, you know, reminded me of college and just, uh, you know, you hear stories about when you come to the league, you know, guys are all about themselves. But when I got to the East, I, I didn't see like the selfish player and anything like that. Everybody was, you know, together, you know, willing to help. 
uh, once I got here, I was working with open arms. Uh, it wasn't like older guy, you know, trying to push I me, mean, you know, brush me out to the side like that. Everybody, you know, working me with open arms, you know, just accepted me. And uh, that's what I think was so unique about um, the chemistry and just the, the, uh, the organization here with the Eagles. All right, so big things ahead in 2014 for the Eagles team and for Benny Logan. That's your Gatorade one-on-one. -on -one. Well, thank you very much, Bo and Benny. Well, the quarterbacks, obviously, we know what Nick Foles has done in this preseason, a tough game in Chicago, bounce-back efforts and very impressive ones in New England and then against the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. So tomorrow night, he sits and he watches as Matt Barkley takes the reins. But Foles has his eyes on something greater, and that's September 7th and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, a year ago at this time, Nick Foles was the one who started the last preseason game against the New York Jets. Well, this time, as you said, Dave, he'll be on the sidelines preparing for Jacksonville, looking to build upon a Pro Bowl MVP 2013 season as he hopes to lead the Eagles into the playoffs and beyond. In today's Player in Focus, Melissa Kelly profiles the quarterback, Nick Foles. For the last player in focus of the preseason, it is only fitting that we do on who other than starting quarterback Nick Foles. The Austin, Texas native led the NFL with a 119.2 quarterback rating in 2013, making it the third best in NFL history. He had the best touchdown to interception ratio of 27 touchdowns to two interceptions by any quarterback in the history of the NFL. In the beginning of training camp, Foles talked to the media about what it is that makes him feel more prepared going into this training camp than he did a year ago. I think the big thing is just I feel comfortable out there. I know how to run this offense and I want to keep getting better as a player and I want to make the guys around me better. So uh, I think all in all, you just you can't help but just get more comfortable and grow. You know, it doesn't mean everything's going to work out all the time, but you just have to grind through. Even after his season last year, head coach Chip Kelly recently discussed what areas he thinks Foles has improved on. I think, um, you know, he, he's, he has gotten better. Obviously, he had an outstanding year last year, you know, to, to do what he did um, from a statistical standpoint, to do what he did from a leadership standpoint. I've seen him improve in a lot of different areas. I think he's a lot more accurate. I think he's a better decision maker than he was a year ago at this time. Offensive coordinator Pat Shermer says that Foles has been making great efforts during camp and is using it as a chance to polish his skills. I think he's going through this camp just like he did the spring, trying to develop his craft and get better um, at all the things necessary uh, to play quarterback within our offense. And so that's just a continuation of that. Foles and the rest of the starters will be sidelined for tomorrow night's game against the New York Jets as they look to prepare for week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You can catch tomorrow night's game locally on 6ABC or nationally on NFL Network at 7 p.m. For the last player in focus, I'm Melissa Kelly. Now back to you guys in the studio. Great stuff there, Melissa. As always, we thank you very much for the Player in Focus feature. And we thank you for joining us for these many weeks here on Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. Our final show, Training Camp, ladies and gentlemen, is over. The preseason finale tomorrow against the New York Jets. And again, you can watch it locally on 6ABC in Philadelphia and catch everything right here, including the post-game interviews right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. After that, Chris, we get down to 53 players on Saturday by 4 p.m. And... Who knows what happens between then and Monday when the Eagles return to practice. Hectic time for general manager Harry Roseman, head coach Chip Kelly, and the personnel staff as they'll look to turn the bottom of the roster to try to solidify that 
part of the team to try to bring in players who can help this team, not just in the short term, but the long term as well. So it will be a very active weekend for the Eagles before they're back in business on Monday preparing for Jacksonville. Yeah, we cannot wait. But first, a game against the Jets on Thursday night. For Chris McPherson, I'm Dave Spadaro. We thank you for joining us on Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.